Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the AccessibleWorld.org Fantasy Book Club. This month we will be discussing the Frontier Magic Trilogy by Patricia C. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Reed or Reedy. Bard said Reedy. Um, it's very long at 26 hours, but I thought it was quite good. The only part I didn't like about it was the ending where she ended up marrying William. Not that I really expected her to marry Roger, but I don't know. Marrying your best friend. I mean, I know it happens and all, but that's just really, really, really predictable. Um, other than that, I thought it was good. I liked her character. I liked the first book the best because I just liked to see her growing up and all the different family members, what they ended up doing in their careers and stuff. They weren't main characters, but that was still interesting. Second book was pretty good, and the third book, I don't know. I don't honestly know that I would have finished it if I didn't have to, because I was just, it's, I like to take breaks between trilogies. But what did everybody else think? Well, I enjoyed the book, too. Um, in general, I enjoyed it. I, I guess the only thing that I can say about it that was negative is that I felt like it was a little bit too much of a young adult book for my taste, but that doesn't mean that it was bad. Uh, other than that, I, I thought I was fascinated by all the different critters that were in it, and it was very imaginative, and um, yeah, I, I liked it pretty darn good. Well, I read the first book, and I liked it okay. It wasn't that I didn't like it, that I didn't complete the, the trilogy. I just... I read the first book and I, I liked it, and um, I've got the other two still, and I can, you know, go and read those anytime. I'm taking off from book clubs this coming month, so maybe I can read what I really want to read instead of reading stuff for book clubs, which is fine. I mean, I don't mind, but you know, if I didn't, I wouldn't join the book clubs, but. Anyhow, um, I enjoyed it. I liked the characters. I liked the um, the premise on the, the way the world was built and, and so forth. Um, I thought it was good. Well, since I recommended it, I thought it was very good. It was so nice to have a fantasy without vampires, werewolves, or zombies. Um... The premise of magic in the Old West, I think, was the thing that attracted it to me first. And I kind of like not having everything displayed in or described in multiple sentences. Um, I'm listening to a science fiction book now, and the guy, author just goes on and on and on about describing something. I kind of like a little more action. I'm, I'm beginning to think I may be a young adult at heart, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. I wish she had. I wish she. I wish she'd continued the series somehow. Well, I only got the first one read, but I did like it. I thought it was rather. Uh, it took its time getting there, didn't it? Um, but it was interesting. Um, the world was interesting. And I agree, it was nice not to have a monster hunt. I mean, the only monsters were the little mirrored, at least in the first book, were the little mirrored beetles and bugs and the weasel, or the, was it weasels that came into that one. 
But um, to, it, was, it was kind of funny to just take a world that takes for granted the existence of things like um, woolly mammoths and uh, woolly rhinoceros. You just kind of like, okay. Uh, the journal entry was a no- entry was a novel way of doing things, but it did rather take its time getting there, didn't it? Is anybody there? Yeah, we're all here. I don't know why nobody was uh, speaking, including me. But yeah, I I like the fact that it sort of took its time getting there. It's, it's sort of a leisurely, um, I suppose you could say stroll. I don't know that that's quite the word, but I noticed that it was fairly slow paced too. And there were times when that was kind of nice, and there were times when. I would have been just as happy if it had gone on a little bit faster, but um, but it was all you just never knew what kind of cool thing you were going to run across, so it sort of made it worth its while to be sort of slow paced. I think after all, it's what twenty six, twenty seven hours, something like that. It has plenty. Of, uh, she has plenty of time to get there. <laughs> you have a point there. Well, these were originally written as three separate books. Um. I didn't know that when I recommended it, because it didn't seem like 26 hours to me. Well, you were enjoying the book, and, you know, when you do that, um, it doesn't seem like a long time. I mean, I have read two and three uh, Honor Harrington books at one time, and they're like 40 hours at a stretch. And, you know, you just keep reading and reading because you want to know what happens. And... um, you know, you don't notice how long the the darn things are. Gee, I got honor, a couple Honor Harringtons on cassette, and I never made it in, in, to the end of the second side. I just got thought, do I care about any of this? Well, it's that's a discussion for science fiction, but, well, I, I happen to like Honor Harrington. I think she's great. But, you know, uh, to each her own, as they say, um... But maybe I'm maybe I'm a teenager at heart too, because I really like Honor Harrington, and um, oh, especially that third book in the you know in the trilogy where she goes and and has the duel and shoots the guy that that you know is causing her all the trouble and and uh, oh yeah, and um, very nicely done, very nicely done. Um, I I really like his stuff. I particularly, well, I'll I'll quit going off topic, but I particularly like his uh, Empire from the Ashes trilogy, which is on Bard, and you can recommend to the science fiction people if you want, Marshall. Um, but they'd probably go, oh, Honor Harrington, yeah, well, or oh, David Weber, you know, blah blah blah. But uh, I liked Empire from the Ashes. I thought it was really good. And you and I will just simply have to ad- agree to disagree on Honor Harrington and Elizabeth Moon. I will acknowledge they're good, but you and I just, I, I, I don't have as much patience as you do, apparently. Hello? Well, I'll have to disagree with you, too, because I like them both, both those authors at well, as well. Although I must admit... Um, the later Honor Harrington books aren't quite as much fun as the first ones. Maybe that was the problem because when I when I got them from Bard, as as um, 
I think they were even cassettes. Um, it was pretty far into the series, so maybe what I should do is go back and get one of the earliest books. Yeah, start with, um, oh, it's called To Visit the Queen or something, For the Honor of the Queen or In the Queen's Honor or something is the first, excuse me, the first one in the trilogy. But anyway, um, we're, we're straying off topic and our moderator should be whipping us into shape. Yes, I suppose I should, but I kind of found the discussion kind of interesting, which doesn't help moderator status. Anyway, um, back to fantasy goodness. I wish she'd written a series about land. That would have been cool. I like the the twin aspect. Um, you know, how they were twins and they really stuck together and stuff. And um, I think Lan was probably one of my favorite characters. Of course, um, F or Francine was quite good too, but I felt sorry for Roger. Then again, I guess I was trying to figure out is he so much a product of his time? Like, did people just not... Was it unacceptable for people back then to react emotionally? Or or was that just his personality and I couldn't figure out what... Are you talking about the guy that was um, interested in F, but that she refused? Yeah, and I was talking about... Um, I didn't really explain myself. I was talking about his reaction, how he didn't even... It's like he cared, but he didn't. He didn't even cry or anything. He just sort of said, thank you for your honesty, and walked away. And I thought, that's really odd. You just read the first book, right? Uh, No, I I read all three of them, but I was specifically referring to that one, you know, reaction. Well, I was going to say, he does act kind of snotty in the last book. Not, I mean, not just sort of like, I don't know, he a little bit jealous or something. But in the end, I think he sort of settles down. It, it really kind of feels a little bit like um, this was set at a time a little bit like when I heard stories that my grandparents told about their lives when they were children. And my grandmother, my grandmother that I'm thinking about specifically, probably was I think she was born in, like, 1903, which is probably a little bit later than any of this stuff really would have taken place. But they were really, you know, there was a quite a bit of formality there that even in a in a really rural area, which is where my grandparents grew up. Yeah, I was trying to figure out when exactly, because it doesn't really say. I mean, we know it's, if the history is keeping to the chronology, you know, Civil War happened in the 1850s, so maybe it's like the 1870s? Did it exactly say what year everything was set? I don't think so. I think the books were taking place in about the 1860s because they, they said the Succession War was like 17 years, and that took place in like 1838. Um, this was like 17 years later. Um so I'm guessing it's right around the 1860s. If you remember, there were some mentions of people like Abraham Lincoln um, and maybe a couple of other people from the Civil War era, but I can't think who it was at this point. The Civil War works, but the geography doesn't. Uh, the geography tells me 1830s. 
uh, because they were just crossing the Mississippi. The, the, the far west was just totally unknown to them. They didn't, she didn't react to the mountains and so on. So the, the Civil War apparently happened a lot earlier in their chronology of history, but I can't see it uh, happening later than the 1830s, maybe kind of Tom Sawyer time. Uh, when the Mississippi was the the main center of things, and people went west from there, uh, I, I, you know, we're just beginning to settle the plains. So I I, I can't see it. And if the if the Civil War were when it is here, that would have put them in the 70s, and for them only to be settling uh, along the well, the northern states, probably Minnesota, um, Illinois. Missouri, uh, just barely going into Nebraska and Iowa uh, and Missouri. Um, that that has to be that has to be a lot earlier. But they erected the Franklin and Jefferson erected the Great Barrier to prevent the animals from coming across. I guess it's the Mississippi, um, and it, the lands beyond that were even more hostile. You know, it wasn't just Indians. You had, you know, packs of saber-toothed cats and um, Colombian sphinxes and um, you know other creatures that were unpleasant. Stopping you. Um, so I, I think. 1865, 1870 is about the time it took place. You notice they didn't have any steamboats coming down the Mississippi River either, although they did have steam trains. That could have delayed the uh, advancement, so that could that could explain it. Uh, there was another thing, too. You were talking about this, Roger. Now, I was the one who only got through the first book, but from... What was said about Roger just not saying, responding anything, I think she was definitely well out of the romance. But what I can't get, and maybe the later books make him a better, a stronger character, is of course I cheated. I always cheat to make sure it ends right. And she mentions that she and William married, and boy, I can't see anything in William at all. I think he kind of grows on you in the second and third book. He gets a little bit more interesting, but he's not particularly a heartthrob, that's for sure. No, I kept hoping another character would sweep in at the last minute or something. I just, I mean, doesn't do anything for me. Wash was a better romantic lead, except he was quite a bit older and just a, a totally wrong kind. But I think in the first book, at least, I think she has a little, she will never acknowledge it as such, but I think she's got a crush on him. That's a good point. And I think that um, he's a kind, the kind of person that you might get a crush on if you were in a situation like hers. I don't think you'd want anything permanent. I, I think he'd make he definitely wouldn't be a stay-at-home husband. But uh, for crush material, yeah. Yeah, he was really almost more a mentor than anything. And, in fact, that is what he ended up being. Also, I think Wash had a thing for Miss... Oh, I can't remember the name of the teacher. Uh, I keep thinking Miss Beecham, but that's not it can't think of it because you can't pronounce it, or I never could remember the pronunciation. And that's kind of indicated in the end of the book. But remember, just because he had a crush on, he had a, a fascination for the teacher, uh, doesn't mean she couldn't have a crush on him. And he, and he was way better than William. 
yeah, I think that probably if she and if they got together in the end, they got a better deal than F and William did. Well, I think I've, I'm filling in a lot of stuff here, but I still have a feeling there was kind of a um, racial bias uh, in the in the book that it would have been bad news for a. African American to marry a or African American to marry a white American. I think that's true, but we're not talking marriage here. Actually, uh, F and William would probably have made a very nice, companionable, conventional marriage. Boring. But, you know, you want your marriages to be nice and safe and boring. You want your crushes to be exciting and heart-throbbing. That's why we read romance novels. We'd never want to marry the kind of guys we meet in romance novels. Not if we had any sense. Nope. Well, maybe Mr. Darcy, but I can't think of many, that's for sure. Rourke. Oh, I, you know, um, I could think of some, like Lanzecki, maybe, or or uh, Justin um, in, in uh, These Old Shades, I, you know. Yeah, um, but then you know, there's there's people like Dirk Pitt that you might want to have a fling with, but you might wouldn't want to marry because he'd be always running off and rescuing other maidens in distress. So, you know, you could have your week or two with him, and then he'd be off and running again. That's what I'm. That's what I meant when I said uh, you wouldn't want to marry the kind of guys you have a crush on. When you re- the reason for the reason for reading romance novels, those aren't guys, or at least the really good, exciting romance novels aren't the guys you'd want to end up with. Uh, we should probably get back to fantasy because this is kind of the second time we've strayed off to different stuff. Did anybody have a favorite character or character they really, really didn't like or? plot point that sucked or it didn't suck but i liked the uh the uh conflict the social con uh, not exactly conflict but the contrast with the, between the rationals and the people who use magic it was kind of a uh an, almost a an atheist versus religious people contrast in this feral in this in this world or almost a, a luddite Reaction in that you, they rejected the things that made life easier, you know, like lifting a pail of water. That was interesting, and I thought about that a lot when I was reading the book. It's, um, it's kind of like um, not wanting to look at the whole world. It's sort of like wanting to only shut off and only pay attention to half of it or something. Yeah, it's a pretty narrow, constricting point of view. I guess equating magic with technology, they both, um, technology in our world makes things easier, and magic in their world made things much easier for them. Oh, and I really loved the three different branches of magic and how um, they all use different. I loved African world sensing the best, that was cool. And even the Arupan magic had all the different. Was that the one that had the parts that you had to fit together? But then I thought the Cathayan one had parts that you had to put together. Or was that the group one? Anyway, I'm getting them all mixed up, but I like them. Well, they all seem to have variations of fitting parts together. It's just the way that the way they fit together and what happened if something went wrong was quite a bit different. 
I thought that was really interesting, and I kind of got the impression that what F was really kind of doing in the way that she thought was coming up with a sort of, I don't know, kind of Einstein's equivalent of Einstein's theory of not relativity, but the one, the other one, the unified field theory, only the unified magic theory, I guess is what you'd call it. Well, that's kind of what Wash tells her about Colombian magic or New World magic. Cologne, they're all colonials, so they're 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 putting together a new, different kind of magic. Yeah, that's true. And one of the things that I thought I really did like about this book is that it really treated magic as if it were a science. And you know, really, the only reason that we call stuff magic is because we don't understand it. And so. You know, it's like, so it's magic here, but it's really a certain amount, just what I sort of think about the world, that everything is there and we just have to understand it. And if we don't understand it, we may still be able to use a principle, but if we don't, I mean, but that doesn't mean that it's magic. It just means that it's an understood part of the natural world. Just remember Arthur Clarke's quote. Any truly advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I think that's where I kind of decided that that was my point of view. Thanks for reminding me, Marshall. This worked in that way, and it, it helped to, to take down the excitement in the story. I think it's part of what made it so slow for me. One of the big attractions that fantasy has for me is the discovering, the sense of wonder that you find when you enter a world when you you gradually discover magic, you know, and uh, you mean they can do that? Uh, what is this? Uh, that mystery, that opening the door, and you just were plopped down in the middle and there you were, which has its appeal, as the rest of you liked, you know, but I like, I like to see the door open. Well, I liked... Of course, the the main character, F, if I hadn't liked her, I wouldn't have continued reading. And I didn't enjoy the way the world was put together. I thought her world construction was very good. I thought she built her world well. I really did. So I enjoyed that, and I enjoyed reading about all the beasts and stuff. It was very interesting. Yeah, that worked for me really well, too, Anne. And I think... Um Part of it was because she sort of oscillated it to a part of the world that I'm not that familiar with in it, as in the West. What are we doing next time? There was a book that came up today on newest books on, on Audible, and I don't remember the name of it, Clockwork Dagger. Um, I read it on Bookshare, and it was pretty good, and I think it'll be even better on, on uh, Audible. And it's... Um, it take it appears I, I think there are more books coming, but it appears to be taking place sort of turn of the century, and I don't mean twentieth to twenty first, I mean nineteenth to twentieth century, early twentieth century. They they use hot air balloons or balloons to get around from one place to another. And a lot of it takes place on, on a huge, you know, look out Hindenburg kind of place. Um, but the story is pretty good. I, I won't say it's spectacular, but it's fun, and it's a little bit of a different background and kind of interesting. It sounds a little bit like it's steampunk. Is that true? 
I've read a couple of those books that I thought were pretty good, and then I've read one or two that weren't. Sounds sort of like The Golden Compass. Um, still got that one somewhere. Um, I probably should reread that. That was a good book. That was a good book. I think I read the... You know what? I didn't get through the third one. I don't know why. I know I read the first two. Well, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Um, I found one, but I don't think... Well, I don't know. It's called The Magician's Guild, but we just read one about magicians, so I don't... It's... I don't know that we want to read that right now, but... Um... Apparently, The Magician's Guild is sort of going through the town, and then um, this the girl who's barely more than a child throws a rock um, and sort of breaks through all their magical defenses, and then they have to take her to the Magician's Guild because she's crazy powerful and she's not even grown up yet. Um, but I don't know that we want to read a magician book right after we just read a magician book. Um, it's on Bookshare. It's on Audible. I don't think it's on Bard, but... Um, what magician book did we just read? I don't think of this as a magician. I mean, it, there were magicians, but it was so different than what you're describing. It's called The Magician's Guild by... Wait a minute. Oh, dear. Now I don't remember the author. I, darn it. Um, is anybody interested in that synopsis? or? No, I was saying, what magician book did we just read? Because I don't think of this as a magician's book, so I don't, I don't see the conflict there. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about this. Okay, I was, I was t- talking about this book as a magician book. So I guess, okay, the one we just read. I don't see any conflict either. No, I don't either. I just, that would be okay with me. Sounds like a whole different atmosphere, a whole different story. Yeah, that's true. Well. I'm glad I'm the only one who... Well, that's true, I guess. Okay. Um, Are you sure that the Magician's Guild isn't on Bard? I think I looked yesterday, but I could have... I looked up so many books. Um, does, do people want to just sort of chat while I go double-check? says here, The Magician's Guild, Black Magician Trilogy Number 1, by Trudy Canavan. Hold on, let me get you the spelling. That was a quick lookup. Trudy Canavan. That's Trudy, T-R-U-D-I, Canavan, C-A-N-A-V-A-N. Um, at least that's how my screen reader pronounces it. Uh, it might be Canavan or, you know, whatever. Canavan, I have no idea. But it's C-A-N-A-V-A-N, Canavan. And um, it's the beginning of a trilogy. So I don't mind. Um, I'm not going to be here anyway, but I don't mind. It sounds, sounds interesting. I might read it anyway, but you never can tell doesn't really matter how Bookshare pronounces it. As long as we get the spelling right, we can get the book. Right. I think I might download it with uh, DocuScan Plus because what it does is if you change it to an MP3 file, it uses the uh, um, Neospeech Voices, 
which I really like. And I've been reading more Bookshare books because I can convert them to MP3 files and uh, with this particular voice, and I like it. Is that Kendra? No. This is... Um, what's his name? Paul, I think. Perfect Paul. No, I don't know. I never can remember. But it's... Um, it's the uh, Neo Speech voices. Yeah, it's Neo Speech Paul and whatever her name is. I forget. Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> but I have it for for um, system access, and I really like it. So um, that's what I've been doing recently. Yeah, Kendra is Ivona, and Neo Speech Paul and Neo Speech Kate. And then I think... They have James, and I think they might have Julie. I'm not sure if she's with New Speech, but... James is a really good, at least on my iPhone, it's a really good voice. You call this DocuScan? Email me on that DocuScan later, uh, and I don't want to bog up the the um, site with how to get that, but I'd love to put some of my stuff on... on uh, uh, what's it? On, well, fumble tongue. On speech instead of just text. Yeah, would you do the same to, for me, Anne? Well, um, let's decide what we're going to do, and then once we decide, I'll stop the recording, and I can tell you all about DocuScan Plus. Fair enough. So, does everybody want to read The Magician's Guild, and maybe read Clockwork Dagger next month, or? Sounds okay to me. I'm not locked into Clockwork Dagger. It just came up today. I remembered liking it, and I thought I'd mention it. So I have no problem waiting. And if it comes up next month, it comes up. If it doesn't, no big deal. But Magician's Guild sounds good. Yeah, I think Magician's Guild sounds good. And the uh, the date for next time is, I believe it's the 25th. Because... No, it's 24th, because um, Sunday is August 2nd, which should make the 4th a Tuesday. So the 4th, the 11th, the 18th, and the 20th, yeah, the 25th. It should be the 25th, the 4th Tuesday, so it would be August 25th. You do something like I do for every month. 1, 8, 15, 22, 29, and then a count from there. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for loyal downloaders for downloading and loyal participants for participating. And we will officially see everybody next month. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Um, hold on a second. I don't think I'm quite in the, uh, quite in the room. I'm going to stop this uh, recording.